You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator, Joe Morkel. With me, as always, the Fiona and donkey to my Shrek, Sean Keller. Hey, how you doing, Joe? I can't put that in the podcast. <laughs> and Mike Pareto. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> I don't know how Fiona sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do a Cameron Diaz impression? I am. Hi. seen him scale tall buildings, dangle from helicopters, and this summer, you can watch him do what he does best in Tom Cruise Does Crazy Shit the Movie. (laughs) We're stripping away all the pesky dialogue, story, character arcs, and anything else that gets in the way of non-stop Tom Cruise just doing all sorts of crazy shit. For six hours in IMAX, you'll see him jump into the Grand Canyon with a wingsuit on, free solo El Capitan, and, I don't know, take a rocket up into space and hop around on the moon or something. Who even knows? It's Tom Cruise. No stuntmen, no special effects, no company would ever agree to insure this movie. It's entirely self-funded by Tom Cruise because he's sick of all your fucking red tape and he knows what you want to see. Him doing crazy shit. So get your tickets today and strap in as Tom Cruise punches a lion just to see what happens. Water skis down Niagara Falls and then holds his breath underwater for like 20 minutes. Wait a second. Is, is Tom Cruise just turning into like a handsomer, more charismatic David Blaine? Tom Cruise does crazy shit the movie. The fact that he didn't die making this thing is basically proof that Scientology is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, how do I sound? You actually sound uh, quite normal. So yeah. I'm, said- I'm faking it. This is incredibly difficult. Let's continue. I just hope it doesn't kill you. Oh, well. Uh, no, that'd be great for the podcast if he dies in the middle of the podcast. True. Yeah, we'd get like five or six more listeners. <laughs> Such a surge. <laughs> Optimistic. I mean, that that is, percentage-wise, that's, that's, that's a pretty increase. significant. <laughs> I mean, lots of podcasts surge. do true crime, but how many of them actually have one of the hosts die on air? <laughs> Not many, I tell you that. If we switched to a true crime podcast after you died on air, we would get <laughs> then we would get like thousands, a billion yeah. listeners. Yeah, yeah. You change the name of the show to a little murder. A little murder. <laughs> How are you feeling? Oh, I feel terrible. What are your symptoms, Joe? Let's talk about this. Uh, bo- body ache, uh, fever. I keep producing various fluids from my face. Mm. So it's and the flu. 
Very likely. It's normal yeah. for your urine to boil when it exits your body, right? <laughs> It's just it evaporating as it's coming out of your dick. <laughs> I went to the bathroom right steam. before. I went to the bathroom right before we started recording, and honestly, I'm like, God, that's that's so incredibly warm. It feels like <laughs> feels like it's boiling. Maybe I mean maybe like the core of your body is actually higher than 103 degrees. Yeah, well, and then this thermometer is garbage. I do enjoy that your thermometer has like a like a code red. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what's weird is every every year I lose the thermometer I bought the previous year. I don't know where it goes. So every every winter I buy a new thermometer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm actually I'm looking at the picture of your thermometer now and. Is that is that the silhouette of a little little stick figure guy at the top of the screen on the thermometer? Is yeah, that it's in it's it's indicating what mode it's in. Okay, is there like an ass mode? <laughs> like, there what, there what? sure is. Why is there why is there a full body on that thing? Because there's an ass mode. Are you serious? <laughs> of yeah. course there is. Well, I know I know what I want your next picture to be. <laughs> this thermometer works orally, armpit. Or uh, rectally. Wow. The picture need, needs to be needs to accompany this podcast somehow. It has to, yeah. To, and you have to do both pictures. You got to do the one hundred one point three and the one hundred two point seven because <laughs> because you can see the code yellow, code red. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then, uh, let's, let's heavily let's heavily document on our social media my gradual decline into the sweet release of death. <laughs> this entire episode, gentlemen, is going to be about Joe's illness. It's called a, a little a little hospice. <laughs> a little dying. I thought that I would be the one getting all the sympathy on the podcast tonight after having a tooth ripped out of my face. It's seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, eight a.m. Forgot this about morning. that. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you I couldn't. I couldn't totally let normal. you have the spotlight, so I told my immune system <laughs> to shut down. Fuck you, Joe's body. <laughs> and I just started licking handrails. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Joe's body. <laughs> I love I love your brain, your mind, but fuck the body. I, I, I love your soul. I, I, feel, I feel like that's already the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Fuck you, Joe's body. No, we how, were uh, how, neither. How was, neither how of was you guys. Neither of you guys is neither of you guys is drinking tonight. Is that right? That's right. No. Joe's the yeah. closest with the NyQuil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. Uh, I did just take a shot of NyQuil, so in about thirty minutes, I'm going to be flying. They didn't even give me any any narcotics. They they're moving away from that, you know. Yeah. They give you a a, a double uh, or a combination of extra prescription strength Motrin and then acetaminophen. Why do acetaminophen? Why do people have to ruin everything? <laughs> Yeah, I, I really would have preferred to be fucked up on narcos. <laughs> God, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Uh, when I, they still gave them to me when I, I had that abscess drained. Oh man! If you use them responsibly, they're wonderful for also, sure. Also, they work. I, they work really also, well. <laughs> also, yeah. did you say Narcos, Sean, the Netflix I, show? I did. Yeah, they should have just given me that Netflix show. <laughs> Yeah, with about I agree. Pablo you Escobar. Been great on it. <laughs> you should have played Pablo. I've always said that. 
Yeah, no, they they chiseled a tooth out of my face, and then oh, uh, it's just barbaric. And then I could well, the the local, uh, you know, they only did local anesthesia. So uh, I by could, local, like, do you mean like a shaman? <laughs> yeah, they they just spit a bunch of uh, smoke in my face. Uh, sure, <laughs> I could kind of feel the the string though uh, tying me up afterwards. It was real crazy. Because, you know, they you could, sewed my oh, gum. Really? They, they so sawed you my were, gums open. They did a, a bone graft. Good so they, God. They, they saw they So after they ripped my tooth out with a hammer and chisel and then just some good old-fashioned elbow grease, then he went ahead and sawed open my gum line to uh, add some synthetic bone and then sewed me up. <laughs> and I was awake that, for the whole thing. <laughs> that is, that's a proper surgery right there. It was. It was it's oral surgery. It's crazy that you were awake for that. I cannot I believe that they didn't give you any Vicodin for that. That that to me suggests that you are flagged for drug seeking behavior. <laughs> <laughs> because no, that is a lot of pain. I have to agree with Mike on this one. <laughs> they, they actually, I, I looked it up the other day because the the horrible tooth pain that I had leading up to this operation. Uh, I looked up online, like, how the fuck do you s- mitigate this horrible tooth pain? And they said that the combination of those two things, the uh, ibuprofen and the acetaminophen, uh, is the best, like, actually is more effective than n- narcotics. And that more and more, well, de- yeah, more, and more dentists I mean, are moving towards that to manage pain, yeah. Opioids don't do anything for inflammation. Right. Ibuprofen does. Yes. That's then, true. They just make you not give a shit about anything. Yeah. That's that's what opioids true. do. They just, they just make you not care about the pain. You're like, oh, pain, this is this is okay because I feel great. You, right. know, what, you know what? I had Norcos when I, I had that abscess drained, and I, I don't get any kind of euphoria from opiates. Yeah, it hmm. sucks. I have no idea what people are talking about when they're like, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, my... My incision didn't hurt, but that was it. That's as far as it went. Your problem, Joe, is that you were taking it when you were supposed to be taking it. That's why you weren't feeling. (laughs) What you do? What you do is you take half. You you take. You take half of it. You use it. This explains Uh, things. (laughs) You only use half of it when you need it. Took it it responsibly. Yeah, you didn't feel anything. But if you wait, if you just don't take it, and then wait until you're done, (laughs) and then you start taking it, then it feels real good. That's and I the... feel like I missed the boat. <laughs> there you go. Because I've only ever taken opioids when uh, I actually needed them, and I took them responsibly. And you're only going to get extra strength Motrin now, so <laughs> you, you're, you'll, never, you'll never experience it. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's fine. Well, I discovered an excellent cocktail this evening. Oh, yeah? What's that? I Do did. Tell. So, well, we have some uh, Malibu, which I hate, usually. Uh, it's a frou-frou drink that's just kind of... coconut flavor rum, rum is awful. It's very sugary. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's, you know, it's a relatively low alcohol content. It's like 20%. Yeah. It's um, lower than Joe's NyQuil. But <laughs> I I mixed it in with some, with some uh, lemon LaCroix. And... Uh, Oh my god! It was like it was amazing. What are they- actually, Sean? It's uh, twice as strong as the Nyquil. This is only ten percent. Oh man! Alcohol by volume. Oh, who'd have guessed it? It was very tasty because you know the Lacroix has no sugar, so you add the you add the Malibu. It's got the oh, sugar. Oh, I see. Sweetens it and mixes with the lemon, and you have a lemon coconut like 
soft drink, basically. Huh. I hate coconut. Yeah, a lot of people do. I don't. I, 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 enjoy, I, I enjoy coconut. I'm surprised by that, Sean. I, I'm happy, but I'm surprised. I'm surprised anytime Sean likes a food. <laughs> I forgot what coconut tasted like until I literally a week ago. Okay, a week ago, I'm in my kitchen and we have this this box of Russell Stover like chocolate candies, right? And uh, this explains the dentist appointment. I, I opened up this box of chocolate candy and they don't, none of them are labeled. So I was like, I don't know what these are. That's the worst thing ever because I don't want to bite into one. And it's got something horrible, like a cherry in there or something. I don't know. Uh, so I, I bite into one very gingerly. I love those. <laughs> I know everyone does. So I do. I love. I those. bite into this one, and it's it's this white shit inside. And I go, oh man! But I'm not going to spit it out. I'm not a monster. So I keep chewing it. And- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> there has to be a joke immediately following yeah, that. For the record, Sean. I'm going to swallow. Swallows. He yeah. does not spit. Yeah. Okay. So he's I, a gentleman. So I chew this thing up, and I I all of a sudden remembered. That that was coconut, and I I tasted it and I loved it, and I was like, oh yeah, I love coconut. <laughs> I was like, I gotta I gotta buy some coconut stuff how, soon. <laughs> how how much time passed between when you tasted it? I don't know. And you realized it was coconut. Oh no, like that, okay, twenty so that, years. <laughs> no, I was I was gonna say the time. Uh, it, it was probably a good three to five seconds. I thought you were gonna ask me how long it had been before that bite since I had had coconut which i couldn't oh, yeah, even tell you, you. Yeah. i couldn't no, tell i just you. wanted to know how slowly the taste receptors uh in your brain work yeah it was like three to five seconds because i think that i visually i tasted it first because i looked at it and i saw white stuff and i was like oh that's not good you, you chew into something chocolate you want it to be dark and i was like oh whites that's not going to taste good at all and then after what a second or two it started to pop into my uh, my flavor <coughs> uh you know the little flavor uh, zone mm. Uh, the brain, uh, the flavor brain, and then I was like, "Oh, it's coconut. That's delicious." Yeah, uh, it is. And no, it isn't. <laughs> almond joys and mounds are some of the best candy. I'm sorry. Oh, wow, you favorite. shut the fuck up. Uh, among my favorite you're, candy, you're bars. crazy. I don't, I don't even believe that. And I like coconut. Yeah, that's disgusting. You disgust when, when me. You are Sean, disgusting. If I found those in my Halloween bucket, I'd be very disappointed, Mike. Have you have you ever had one? I'm sure I have. Yeah, I see you don't know because you don't remember the last <laughs> time that you ate coconut. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, come on. You know they're you not say good. You like you say you like coconut and you don't like almond joys. I mean, it sounds like that's got a lot of almonds in it. It has one almond on it on top of it. <laughs> yeah, you it see, is, you've, uh, never, you've never had one. It is one of the three ingredients. I'm positive I've had one. So it's it's a little the, the almond joys and mounds are split into two uh, uh, pieces of chocolate uh, filled with with coconut in the package. The pieces are about two inches long. Uh, a mound is just the chocolate with the coconut, and the almond joy is exactly the same, but it's got an, a single almond covered in chocolate on the top. Or to put it another way, almond joys got nuts, mounds don't. Thank you, Joe. That's very catchy, Joe. I mean, Although I, I would say I almond, fucking hate coconut, and I still I remember say, that jingle. Almond joys got nut because it literally has one nut. Yeah, what? there's two per package. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So is the yeah, is the package yeah. an almond joy, or is the package almond joys? It, it, it is, is almond joy. Yeah. So you could have a dozen almond joy. Yeah, apparently. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? 
It's it's singular and it contains a plural, so I I'm guessing yes. Almonds joy is it like <laughs> surgeons general? <laughs> surgeons general. I believe it is. It is almonds joy. <laughs> Those are my favorite types of plural. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Did we lose? We're Mike? not deep enough in for me to hit the bill. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just uh, listening to you guys. I'm enjoying this. I am. I, well, it's a normal. It's the, a normal li- plural that's modified. The, the, the listeners may enjoy the show more if you also speak. <laughs> that's, that's debatable, Joe. Come on, I'm 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 playing along and my brain is melting. So get in the game, Mike. Sean said it was debatable. So, <laughs> well, you know, surgeons general. So am I. I love that. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, they're they're not generals. <laughs> no, I'm, they're no, surgeons. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's it. That's enough. Sur- I, think I've, Sur- I think I've explained it. I mean, according to that episode of Seinfeld, the postmaster general is both a postmaster and a general. <laughs> Go I, to I've the general and save s- some time. <laughs> <laughs> you say that guy's not a general, Mike? That guy's oh, that a guy's a fucking general for sure. I mean, look at him. <laughs> He's got stars on his helmet. He's got a walrus mustache. He's a general. <laughs> Is there a height maximum on being a general? I feel like they're all three and a half feet tall. You mean a height minimum? No, height, no uh, maximum. A maximum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wait, yes. what? <laughs> Just the one guy is three and a half feet tall. <laughs> Don't. Hey, listen. Every cartoon general I've ever seen <laughs> is uh, under five feet tall. <laughs> Is that so? That's that's true. A lot of uh, high-ranking military figures in like Looney Tunes are portrayed as small in stature. Are very yeah. They've got like a Napoleon thing going on. That's, Can you give me yeah. an example? I I just I honestly cannot think of one. Uh, no, I can't. No, <laughs> but I'll find one after the show and send it to you. Okay. Are you sure you're not just confusing like the general with Yosemite Sam? <laughs> I mean, uh, Mike. Again, my brain is melting. I'm not certain of anything. <laughs> he may, he may have been a. If, if he was a general, he was definitely a Civil War general, right? I mean, I'm not even sure. fucking sure this podcast is actually happening. This could all be a delusion right now. Yes, somebody, yes, somebody. Sam had to have been in the armed forces, right? <laughs> he was a general, obviously. I, I can't Sam. see him making his way past Colonel. I just think, I think the general, the general. That you're referring to uh, is a lot like Yosemite Sam. I just think you're you're confusing Yosemite Sam with uh, with a general. <laughs> Could be. No, I, I'm I'm not. You know, generals they dress like cowboys and fire guns into the air every six seconds. <laughs> you know, a general. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember the the cousin or uncle on? Uh, Tom and Jerry, who played the fucking guitar, and it would the string would break. No, to, no. You guys, did you guys watch Tom and Jerry? Really? Yeah. And there was a, there was the mouse uh, that had the mustache and he played the guitar. He had like a he had cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and he played the guitar and he'd be like, "Froggy went to court and he went down, grandma." And the and the, <laughs> the string would break and he'd go and he'd grab Bang. Tom's whisker and he'd yank it off and and reattach it to his guitar. You guys, you have no memory of this, really? 
<laughs> no. Not as vivid of a memory as, as you. Oh, well, somebody will. <laughs> Good times. I, That's all I, I just, was going to say. <laughs> I, did, I did just message you two with a picture of uh, General Yosemite Sam. Why is he a Nazi? Why is he a know. Nazi general? Is wrong with you? I typed. I mean, in, that makes sense. I typed. I googled Yosemite Sam armed forces, and the only picture of him in a uniform that came up was him in an SS uniform. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Somebody made that. <laughs> Thanks, internet. <laughs> That's fucked up. That is pretty fucked up. Uh, well, we've you got know what our. This is kind of fucked up, but totally makes sense. What's that? I just pasted something to the chat too. This is uh, another Yosemite Sam being a military officer. Let's take a look here. <laughs> there oh, he is. Well, I, obviously he would be a Confederate. Right, yeah. Well, Yosemite is not in Confederate territory. No, it is not. <laughs> I don't believe point. that, uh, well, at the time it was not a state, right? It still is. Wyoming? No, no, Wyoming was not a state. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, it was not. Yeah, so eh, I think it's debatable. I think if if the Civil War happened today, I would say Wyoming would probably be a Confederate state. <laughs> well, that, who cares? Nobody lives there. I want to go I to also, Yosemite. I also nuked it. That's true. You did. You guys ever been there? You did no. nuke it. Well, I'm not you sure know. it exists. To Wyoming or to Yosemite or both? to Yosemite? I mean, Yosemite. You'd have to be to both if you went to Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Yosemite, but not Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would like to though. It's, it looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna scale Mount Capitan. El Capitan. Really? Mount El Capitan. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> El Capitan Mountains is a, Capitan. <laughs> that big El ass Capitan cliff. Is a, it's a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. A, big ass cliff face. It's like, what is it, like 3,000 feet tall? Cliff? It's like, uh, it's something like, like that. I'm pretty sure it reaches outer space. It's like 4 million yards. <laughs> no, but I was. I was in uh, downtown Chicago the other day, as Joe is every day, and. Uh, yeah. With with my extended family, and I have you know my brother in law uh, is he's kind of into mountain climbing, and we were we were standing by the fucking Trump building, which by the way, did you guys know that building is like twelve hundred feet tall? <laughs> no, it's a huge. It's like the second tallest building in Chicago now. I wouldn't expect less, huh? Anyway, we were looking up at it. And he's like, man, can you imagine, like, El Capitan climbing this building three times? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I mean, it's amazing. It's really ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Sean, you know where you can practice now? Climb up the side of the Trump Tower. Perfect. Which, by the way, that night, uh, there were lots of drones flying around the Trump Tower. And I think this was this was actually the day... Maybe the day after the Iran attack, yeah, huh. the, 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 yeah, the day after uh, Suleiman was taken out, and there well, were added uh, security. There were security drones flying around taking pictures of everybody. That's so crazy. Yeah, because I mean they made it pretty clear that uh, they were looking at at uh, Trump real estate as targets, and we we're just standing right. there, just having a good time. <laughs> Jesus. 
Ah, it's a small world, huh? (laughs) Sure, why not? I think I did the ding right at the ding. I think you did, because I didn't hear you do the ding. Yeah. Nor did I. Somebody will hear it. uh... Not if Sean edits it out. That's right. For our segment tonight, (laughs) we're going to Sean. Sean, what have you got for us? Yeah, yeah, guys. I wanted to have uh, what I believe will be a spirited discussion uh, about what we think is the greatest superhero movie ever. Oh, God. (laughs) And Mike, what is this spirited discussion about the greatest superhero movie ever brought to us by? On April 17th, 1865, the last will and testament belonging to President Abraham Lincoln was executed into law. Due to the sudden nature of President Lincoln's death, a clause contained within the will, which was allegedly intended as a joke but never removed, was also executed under considerable protest from Mary Todd Lincoln. Thus, on the very same day, A trust was created with an initial deposit in the amount of $1,875 in order to establish a company in the then fantastical future year of 2020. And per the original language of the will, this business was to be named Honest Abe's Clown Fuck Palace. In the years following, the initial deposit has accrued interest and grown considerably from investments and Honest Abe's Clown Fuck Palace (laughs) opened its doors as the ninth largest privately owned business in America (laughs) with a net value of $41 billion. (laughs) In keeping with Lincoln's vision, Honest Abe's Clown Fuck Palace, (laughs) located in Schenectady, New York for some reason, is just a huge circus tent where you fuck or get fucked by clowns a lot. (laughs) Now hiring clowns of any gender or sexual orientation to satisfy demand. Stop by Honest Abe's Clown Fuck Palace to have sex with a clown or many clowns, just as the great Abraham Lincoln intended. (laughs) Back to you, Sean. (coughs) Thanks, Mike. All right, so let's just go around here. Uh, I'll start. And what I think is the best superhero movie ever can be summed up in three words. It's morphin' time. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really like that movie, but it it would not be in... (laughs) I was obviously kidding. Uh, It would not be near the top of my list. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Um... I, well, you should be just a little bit kidding, Sean, because it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> it was pretty good. Are you talking about, like, the 95 movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the very okay. first. Oh, ne- never mind. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about the first one, Ivan Ooze. I thought you were talking about the new one, no. which I think is actually pretty good. But it's it's okay. It's all right, I guess. No, all right. I was a big fan of the show, so. I was, too. And I, I, I saw the other day, or I, I read, I think I saw, um... That those kids were like the way that they signed on to the show, they auditioned and they were like, All right, we're signing you to do 
two seasons of a television show, and in about two months, you're going to be shooting a feature film. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, it wasn't like the show got popular and they decided, let's make a movie. It was like right yeah. off the bat, Sabin or whatever the company was, were like, yeah, so this is going to be enormous, so we're going to do uh, two seasons and a movie. Was it, was it like huge in Japan, I guess? Well, yeah. the show that it takes stuff from is from Japan. But it had to have been enormous there. Or so, someone was really confident it was going to explode in the United States. They, I don't they know. do a lot of shows like that in Japan. A Super Sentai Squad. I don't know if doing, if signing a contract to do a film and two seasons of a TV show means that they think it's going to be successful. No. I, I think it's a good deal on their part. With the actors, because <sighs> I guess if so. it if it does well in the first season, you can sometimes you can get requoted. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I just think from an actor's perspective, like that's fucking great. Like before the before your first season is like done shooting, you've already in, in like pre production for a film. It's like well, you're, you're guaranteed yeah, put, to be in the theater and on the TV show. Put yourself in Amy Joe Johnson's shoes. I'd love to. When uh, when the show is a gigantic hit, and then there's a feature film, and you made thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, then everyone knows who Amy Joe Johnson is, and then yeah, but she didn't do a goddamn thing after that. <laughs> and that's Power Rangers' yeah. fault. Uh, no, what I'm saying is that she could have made a lot of money on it if she didn't sign that contract. Yeah. This is a complete sidetrack. I'm sorry. We we gotta gotta get back to the. No, I wanna call this segment It's Morphin Time. (laughs) The Power Rangers. All right. Calling an audible. It's all about the Power Rangers now. All right. So I think my my, uh, best superhero movie of all time is Infinity War. Okay. All right. Uh, Sure. Yeah. I I just, I feel like. I love that movie. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. And. I feel like it is a, a wonderful comic book movie, and it, it's it's a good movie just in terms of being a movie and having a good arc and, and good character moments and a story uh, that works, but it's also just, you get to see these guys do the crazy shit that you go to a comic book movie to see, you know what I mean? It's like, that. I get that like story and character are very important, but I think that spectacle is somewhat important when you're doing a comic book movie. I just I feel like if you only cared about, you know, character and dialogue and story, then why do they all have superpowers? You know, it's like, no, I want to see these superpowers in action. Uh, so I feel like Infinity War has a great balance of, you know, hitting those emotional notes, but then also showing me some really, really cool shit that I like to see. My my, it's it's an easy answer for me. I immediately go to the Dark Knight, uh, which is why I'm the, making such a big deal about spectacle. <laughs> well, you see, I don't, I don't think the Dark Knight lacked spectacle at all. I think it, I think it had a tremendous amount of spectacle. I, I, I think that film contains some of the best, most expensive shots I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And I, I, I really very entertaining from an action perspective, but on top of that, has some of the best performances I've ever seen in a superhero movie, uh, and and tells such a great story that I just can't imagine how you could possibly rank any superhero movie higher than The Dark Knight. I just don't get it, and I I, I think that. 
best superhero movie to me means it's the best. It, it, it is literally just the best movie about superheroes. I mean, I don't, I don't know how else you could define it. Well, I mean, do you think that the dark, here's my problem with the dark Knight being in the top spot is that I feel like you probably, and I'm not going to be able to do this off the top of my head, but I think you'll get the gist of what I'm saying. I think you could make the dark Knight without the Batman or Joker. If you gave them different names, and turned Batman's character into fucking John McClane from Die Hard or turned the Joker's character into fucking Kaiser Sose or whoever the hell you like. I feel like it doesn't need to be superheroes or a comic book story. I feel like it's a gang story. It's like it's a dark. I feel like you're throwing shade at Batman for not having powers. I, that's exactly what you're doing. Because I'm not meaning. No, to. no, no. But. Batman, That's the way it's coming off. Well, Batman kicks so much ass in this movie. He does. That, like, I, I, a normal person just can't do that. You know what I mean? I mean, he's 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 a superhero. But he doesn't do it in a way that's, that's spectacular. Okay? He doesn't have lasers shooting out of he his fucking hands. He does it in a way that's grounded. Yes. Right. He, he does it in a way that's relatable to me, which is very enjoyable. And if I'm picking my favorite or what I think is the best superhero movie, it's definitely going to be the one I enjoyed the most. And that uh, that's the one. I mean, I just, without question, I, I enjoyed a lot of superhero movies. I've seen almost all of them. And uh, I also love Infinity War, but, you know, I just, I, I, I can't get around how fucking amazing Heath Ledger is as <laughs> the Joker and the Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's very good. Uh, come on. Uh, he's great in the movie. He's great in the movie. I, I, yeah. I'm not trying to shit on Batman. I'm just saying you're saying like no normal person could like, you know, take on the Joker and his thugs at that like dinner party scene and stuff. But it's like Patrick Swayze in any 80s movie would have done that or Sly Stallone or Bruce Willis in the 90s movies. It's like that's the same kind of like at level of action. Well, and I think my personal else in Iron Man's suit. Well, I'm saying my personal preference yeah. though because I, I get that this is going to be subjective my personal preference is that if i want to watch comic book characters i would rather watch the x-men or the avengers or people who can like fucking fly and shoot lasers and do all that like that's what i want like the most grounded character that i love the most is like spider-man and he's still fucking you know super strong and i yeah so no, Sean I'm not just grounded. fucking hates batman i don't I, hate I come batman. at it from a completely different angle fucking i fucking hates <laughs> batman <laughs> don't hate him when it comes to the movies especially uh i am looking for grounded and i i actually it took me a long time to get over how fucking crazy shit was getting in the mcu after iron man I, I was like, no, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Like, I can't buy into this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not worth watching to me. And, I mean, it is now. I, I enjoy it very much as a science fiction fantasy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But but the Dark Knight and, and really any of the Nolan Batmans and, to some extent, the, uh, the, the first... Uh, Keaton Batman. What's the? I forget the name of the director right now. So it's, uh, it's running. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yes. You know, it's it's more grounded in reality because Batman doesn't have any powers. Right. You know, I that to me is very interesting. I want to see somebody who just sheer force of will 
combined with, you know, obviously some degree of intelligence and uh, assets, is capable of fighting crime. I think that's great. I really enjoy that a mm. lot. And, and the same was true with Iron Man. The first Iron Man, 2008. Oh, my God. He, he is essentially the MCU's Batman. And he is the reason that there's an MCU. That. Absolutely. Joe? Um, well, uh, mine is a tie between Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. Uh, I don't know what either of those are. They're animated. I don't know what either of those is. They are animated. You didn't specify it had to be live action. No, no, I, I, I want to know more about them. Yeah, these, uh, this was an animated two-part feature that adapted Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns, where a a very, very much older Batman comes out of retirement. So yeah. when I say very much older, we're talking, you know, around 70. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he's still, he's still jacked. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> who Actually, gets, who there's... Get- a guy There's tries quite a to lot tackle. Of similarities between yeah. their body types. <laughs> Remember that video where a guy like jump kicks <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> 70-year-old Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's like, "What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what just like, happened? I felt something. There was a gnat on my back. What was that?" <laughs> now, no. Here, here are some notable things. Uh, this, this was the movie where Batman and Superman duked it out. Really? This is uh, the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, at, right, right. Yeah, right, at right. this, the, you know, Zack Snyder's uh, Abomination heavily borrowed from Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns when they cr- when he created the fight between Batman and Superman. So is a 70-year-old Batman versus Superman? Who Does he age? Is Superman old? Uh, no, he isn't. He does not age. That doesn't seem fair at all. He does not age very <laughs> it, it much. It wasn't. Batman ki- wiped the floor with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he, he he made what was essentially an Iron Man suit powered by kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. going to fuck up Superman. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it takes place in this amazing time period where, you know, uh, corporate greed and government manipulation has reached like an absolute apex. And Superman, for lack of a better term, has become the government's tool. Uh, he will act in a militaristic way, given the order to do so by the U.S. Uh, he, he's, he's basically just their puppet. And Batman, when he comes out of retirement, they send Superman after him because Batman isn't under anybody's thumb. Yeah, so it's the premise essentially for BVS that just never panned out to be. Oh yeah, uh, watch watch this two part movie. It's amazing. It is such a wonderful adaptation of the comic books that Frank M- Miller wrote in the eighties. Uh, it it's it's truly amazing. Uh, there is there's this one line when uh, Batman defeats Superman. And he said, uh, I didn't have to go easy on you. Different binding agent, potent mix. No, I wanted you to stay out of my way. I wanted you to remember, Clark, in all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember my hand at your throat. 
I want you to remember the one man who beat you. <laughs> and then he says, it's morphin' time. <laughs> uh, power so, of a Tyrannosaurus. So anytime anybody ever asks, okay, Batman versus Superman, who wins? It's been decided. Yeah, it was just, I mean, yeah. it, it's over. They did it in the yeah. 80s. Exactly. So hmm. Batman versus Iron Man, I'm still going to say Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just, I, I prefer my escapism to be further from reality than you guys do. It's not that I dislike Batman. I, I love Batman. I really do. I, I enjoy really the Nolan isn't coming movies. across. I know it. Is. I know. It's, well, well no, I'm not okay. shitting no, on a Dark Nolan, Knight. I, Nolan, I'm not shitting the on the Nolan them. movies were fun, but first of all, that was not a great Batman. I, I fuck Christian Bale's portrayal of Batman. <laughs> I what is with that, that voice? Bad. What it is with that, that voice? <laughs> What's the matter with his I understand. It was absolutely that bad. I understand your objections to Bale's Batman. He's shielding his and voice. As, as, cool, as cool as Heath Ledger's Joker was, that's just not really the Joker. That was mm. not the clown prince of crime. Ooh. Well, that was just an agent of chaos. Hmm. Well, I, you know, I, I think that... Uh, one of the great things, or maybe what some might view as not so great things about comics, is that there's really no canon. No, so not. you well, can you there can is, kind of, but it, they retcon shit constantly. Can, well, exactly. So you can kind of you can kind of redefine these villains. Uh, you absolutely can watch Suicide Squad and tell me that Joker was a good idea. Fuck you, Jared Leto. <laughs> so. I really think that the Heath Ledger Nolan interpretation of Joker was just so good. That, that was probably just more grounded than trying to just like I, I'm this guy who's what like had a psychotic breakdown or something, and so he's giggling all the time. And he, well, yeah. he's clearly psychotic. I mean, right. any Joker is psychotic. There's For just sure. No, yeah. yeah. Um, but like but Mark, yeah, Mark Hamill's portrayal of the Joker in the cartoon is like, come on, you could do that live action and like not be laughed out of the theater. Uh, I well, absolutely believe you could these days. It depends on it depends on the actor, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yes, in in the Nolan in the Nolan Batman universe, this is an exceptionally realistic universe. So you have to have a villain who is similarly realistic. You know, and it's just that's why you got the makeup that's that's coming off. You know, that's just and, like you know, half ass. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on because I'm not I'm not done ranting. I just needed to catch my breath because uh-huh. you know dying. Well, I want to ask you uh, about Bale's <laughs> voice again. We'll get back to that. Right. Uh, me. One of one of my favorite <laughs> recurring uh, motifs throughout Batman's entire run is the sort of yin and yang relationship he has with the Joker. Hmm. And that was completely absent from the dark Knight. I totally disagree with that. Yeah. I don't Well, uh, That was like the entire, like uh, the whole thing thread. was you complete me, right? Was yes. The whole Absolutely. interrogation room scene. Uh, I, I, they said it. I didn't feel it. Hmm. Oh, I felt it completely. Maybe I felt it one-sided. I felt like the Joker loved Batman more than Batman. Maybe Batman hated the Joker as much as the Joker it, loved it's Batman. Not, it's not so much that they love each other. It's so no, much no, that they, <laughs> the Joker they are, definitely they are nece- loves and hates Batman they're, at the same they're time. necessary uh, opposites, sort of. They're a together, symbiotic relationship. Together create balance. 
Yeah, I guess I didn't feel it just because the the Nolan Joker was just just too far removed from what I would call my Joker. Not you know, the my Joker, Joker that lives in my mind and heart. Mm. Your headcanon Joker. My headcanon Joker, which, you know, is uh, an amalgamation of comic books over Batman's 80 years. It, of course, has a lot of Mark Hamill from the animated series. Well, did Jack Nicholson uh, get yeah. closer than Heath Ledger, in your opinion? Or to the Clown Prince of Crime? He Actually, he did. I mean, Jack Nicholson's still fucking awesome. I still didn't like the voice, but his his motivations and the way he did things was very on brand. Hmm. Yeah, I, he was he was definitely hamming it up. He was. He, I think I think he was probably having the best time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Out of all the, other I mean, jokers. okay, watch watch the scene in the art gallery in Batman in, in the eighty nine Batman. Oh yeah, he's having a blast. Yeah, watch that scene and tell me that's not the fucking Joker. Yeah. It, it it's it's that's basically a perfect moment just dancing around defacing art to look like him. Yeah, and then you compare yeah. that to like Joaquin Phoenix and uh Heath Ledger and they're just kind of more more moody and sort of uh See now, because it was an origin story, I could actually see Phoenix's Joker making it there. You know, the last the last 10 to 20 minutes of the Joker movie was really the only time we saw the Joker. Yeah. And I I think there there could be something there. Did we could see the Clown Prince of Crime eventually. Did that movie get nominated for an Oscar either for his performance or for best picture? Uh, I think both, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, actually, I'm sorry. The, the Oscar nominations, I'm not sure, are out yet. But I can oh, tell really? you, the Golden Globes can, just. Happened. I can tell you that the Globes happened and that uh, both were nominated. Yes, and Joaquin Phoenix won the Globe for the performance. Uh, I'm trying to think of just if we go to which you know the Academy is not necessarily the you know an objective standard, but. I'm wondering. No, what, it's it's by definition, it's not. It's <laughs> no, a group of people but I'm, I'm, choosing. I'm thinking, uh, but but you know, typically people, the shorthand is like, oh, he won ten Oscars, or oh, he won an Oscar for that performance. Like generally, it's a good performance. You know, it kind of. Well, that's why they keep doing it, right? <laughs> so if it's what, if it's a biopic, I just throw it away. I that does not mean anything to me if you're emulating somebody who's real. Well, what I'm wondering is what did the Dark biopics. Heath, Heath Ledger <laughs> won for The Dark Knight posthumously, uh, but did The Dark Knight get nominated for Best Picture? It did. did I, no, ha- actually, I, I think it did. I think it did. I have to double check, but what, have any other comic book movies been nominated for Best Picture, or are the two like Black Black Panther? Black Panther. Was. You're right. You're right. Okay. Son right. of a bitch. My fever's back at 103.5. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're listening to 103.5, Joe's Fever. Oh, I made it to Kiss FM. (laughs) (laughs) I passed a billboard on the way home from work, and uh, I was like, ah, I was two-tenths shy. (laughs) Uh, So it was not... Okay, so The Dark Knight was was nominated for eight uh, Academy Awards, but it was not... Nominated. It was not nominated for Best Picture or Best Director. So Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture. Well, times have changed since then. I, I really think I really think that it would have been. 
uh, nominated if it if it came out. You know, if every third movie in the theater was a comic book movie when The Dark Knight came out, yeah, it would probably have won way more awards. Yeah, you had let's I see that it, year you had Atonement, Juno, No Country for Old Men, and There will ooh, be blood. Yeah. There will be blood. God, there were some good movies that year. Holy shit! You know, it's not technically what I would not technically classify as a superhero, but was a very good adaptation of a comic book character. Who that? Who's that? The most the most recent Dread. Oh yeah, Carl oh, Urban. I've heard that's yeah. I've Carl heard that's very Urban good. crushed as Dread. That movie stylistically, though, the directing and everything was so good. It was all great. Spot on. I gotta see that. It was like it was like reading a comic book, man. Yeah, I mean, it was no. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, but it was really good. Sure, sure. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, yeah, no, I want to talk about Bale's voice, because you know what? I got it. I mean, I understood it. Obviously, he's no. he's playing it super hyper-realistically, where if he does his own That's voice, someone's going to guess who he is. Yeah, so he's going to disguise... He's been gone for like 20 years. Doesn't no matter. No knows his voice. No, that's no, not okay, true. Okay, here's... Here's the way here's here's the way Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman of the nineties, did it, and this made perfect sense to me. When he did Batman's voice, he did a voice very close to his own, and Clark uh, Clark, been watching a lot of Superman <laughs> shit. Bruce was the put on because and this this goes to like my favorite Batman identity theory, where Bruce is the act Batman is who he truly is inside and he pretends to be Bruce Wayne at this point. Yeah. Well, we saw some of Bale pretending to be Bruce Wayne. We did. Now, if he had just, if he had just like, you know, maybe raised his voice a little like octave wise, you just didn't like it a little higher. I did not like this voice (laughs) because that's not, that's not Batman either. Batman is, I mean, he gets angry. Don't get me wrong, but he goes through really stressful situations, cool as a cucumber. Hmm. Yeah, because he's fucking crazy. Yeah, that, that that didn't come across. I guess. I mean, no, I, I never got the sense that he was unhinged. It kind of felt and like, then, oh, he knows what he's doing this whole the time. The Dark Knight Rises. He quit because his not girlfriend died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he became Batman because his parents died in front of him. Well, it's like a, I feel like I feel like ba- a true Batman would have doubled the fuck down. He would have been he would have been further enraged by it. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's like a trigger. Maybe if if like his dog dies now, he's Batman again. Did you know that uh, in, in the comic <laughs> books periodically there is like a bat dog? <laughs> That's his name's Ace. What breed That's, is it? That's a German Shepherd. Oh, I love German Shepherds. Not a surprise. Yeah, there was a weird animal thing that kept happening in comic books, like Crypto, the super dog. So it's dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they added dogs to a few popular superheroes. Yeah, people people who aren't you love dogs. I, <laughs> Listen, wanna... I liked I like dogs. I don't want I don't want to have one. And I don't want to be around them. Yeah, see, it's going to hurt your, cred- your credibility when you say I don't like Batman's voice or dogs. It's like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, Listen, like dogs. I, I kind of assume that's how most people view me anyway. <laughs> Fuck your body, Joe. <laughs> Fuck my body, you, Sean. You Fuck kind Joe's of assume body. most people view as "fuck this guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
gentlemen, we have reached this week's game, and uh, we're going to Mike for that. Mike, what have you got for us to play? Uh, I've got a game. It's kind of a variation on a game we've played before, and it focuses on how well you guys know each other. It's called This or That. Ooh. Okay. Sweet. So, Joe, who is Mike. Th- who is This or That brought to us by? This or That is brought to us by The Campaign to End All Violence on Earth. <laughs> Every six and a half minutes, someone in the world is killed by a senseless act of violence. Homicide is the third leading cause of death for men and the sixth for women. This message was paid for in part by Slappy McTickle's pre-moistened dick wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Reminding you that even though we live in turbulent times, to be kind and considerate to one another, and above all else, to hold true the golden rule. And if you get something gross on your penis, remember <laughs> that only Slappy McTickle's pre-moistened dick wipes have the cleansing power to scrub the thickest, stickiest fluids, soils, and smegma. <laughs> but will always remain soft and gentle to the touch, the way we as humans should be towards each other. <laughs> Find out how you can do your part to help end all violence on planet Earth at slappymctickles.com slash dickwipes slash campaign to end all violence on Earth slash dickwipes. Back to you, Mike. Smegma. Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. <clears throat> so, as I mentioned, this is a variation on a game we've played before, uh, which focuses on how well you guys know each other, this or that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have eight questions for each of you uh, that fall into separate categories. Uh, and they're just simple this or that questions. And uh, the categories will be the same, as I said, for both of you. Uh, and I'm going to ask... I'm going to alternate between you, and I'll ask you each uh, a question, and you have to answer the question as if you were the other person. Okay? I see. Okay. All right. So, Joe, I'll ask you a question for Sean, and you will say, uh-huh. I, you know, I think Sean would, would, would say this. Sean, you're going to send me your answer in the chat, and if okay. Joe is correct, oh. if Joe is correct, then Joe gets a point, and then I'm going Excellent. to switch to you for the, for the next question. Uh, eight questions. So we're going to start with uh, Joe. I'm going to ask Joe a question Mm. uh, on behalf of Sean. And the first question, the category is food. And the question is pizza or pasta? So, Sean, you'll send me your your answer in the chat. And, Joe, you'll answer verbally. I'm going to say pizza. Okay. And I'm looking at the answer here. Uh, Sean says... Pasta. So I'm sorry. Really? I yes. love pizza. That, that, that was a real Sophie's choice for me. I will say, yeah. okay, so I, I, I've selected these questions kind of based on my knowledge of the two of you. Okay. So it, 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 they're, sure. they're, they're going to be challenging questions. Well, I, I mean, I agree with Sean's answer. If, so you, if you ask me tomorrow, my, my answer could be 
Well, no, it'd still be pasta, but it's very close. Yeah. It's very close. Yeah, no, your answer is just always pasta. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. So, uh, Joe, or sorry, Sean, on behalf of Joe. Yes. Uh, same category, food. The question is bao or French dip? Ooh, bao, shit. Which is, which is a, I believe it's Cantonese. Some kind of, chi- yeah. some kind of yeah, Chinese. Yeah, South Chinese. <laughs> Or French dip. Oh man, um, I'm I'm gonna say French dip. All right, looking at Joe's answer, you are correct. It is French dip. Yes. Nicely done, sir. My my reasoning. Tell me if I'm. That's a good, that's close a good sandwich. My reasoning was that you know bao is a wonderful, a delightful thing every so often, and you're thrilled to have it, but nothing's as reliable as as the good old French dip. That is a very reliable sandwich. Um, no, I, I think I just like French dip slightly more. Very, very well. <laughs> okay. I mean, you still got you still got it right. So who cares what the reason is? Yeah. All right. So question two, uh, Joe on Sean's behalf. Yeah. Category is cougars, and your choices are Selma Hayek or Kate Blanchett. Did I lose you, Joe? No, no. I just typed it to you instead of speaking. I forgot what was going on. High grade fevers will do that. Uh, I'm gonna say that Sean, between the two of them, would favor uh, Salma Hayek. All right. Looking at Sean's answer here, uh, I'm afraid you're incorrect. It is Kate Blanchett. Uh, Kate well, Blanchett is just. I, I think. I think I don't know Sean at all. <laughs> We're you discovering still have that a chance, that is true, yes. <laughs> you still have a chance to know me at a 75% clip if you get the remaining six I will say, yet. I will say this time, I'm not doing any fucking bonus points or anything. It's just <laughs> whatever the points are at the end of it, It's that's it, okay? All right. I did watch Selma Hayek at the Golden Globes. She's, very, she's a very attractive woman. She yeah. walked up to the podium and I said, hey, hey, sweetie. I turned to my wife. I said, hey, sweetie, there's the Golden Globes. <laughs> She was wearing a class. rather well, revealing outfit. Well, Sean, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you with the with with a similar question for Joe. Uh, Sophia Vergara or Elizabeth Hurley? Wow. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, I feel good about this. All right. Yeah, you got to tell me what Joe thought. You, can, you don't have an excuse. You're not. Your brain isn't melting. You yeah. have to talk. Oh my gosh, you're right. I just typed yeah. it to Mike. I did what you <laughs> gotta, just did. I'm sorry this game is so confusing. <laughs> Mike, I'm surprised uh, I'm doing as well in this show as I am. I'm going to say Sophia Vergara. Sophia Vergara, yes. Yeah. Uh, looking at Joe's answer, no, it's actually Elizabeth Ooh. Hurley. Liz Hurley is wonderful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very attractive hmm. woman. Uh, question They're three. They're both doing quite to, well for themselves. This one to Joe for Sean. All right. Uh, characters is the category. Han Solo or Lando Calrissian? <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Oh, hang on, Joe, because I have to think about this. <laughs> um, all right. right. All right. Hang on. All right. Mm, all right. Okay. Well, uh... He had to think about it, which means it could have gone either way. So 
I don't have the coin, but Mike, I'm going to uh, <laughs> do what we did when we were choosing who got what room in our apartment. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to flip a coin, and heads will be Han Solo, and tails will be Lando Calrissian. Fair enough. <laughs> Literally. And it is tails. My answer is Lando. And Lando is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. All right, coin. We're tied. <laughs> we're tied one uh, yeah, to I one. Still, I still don't know Sean at all. <laughs> but the coin just, does. But, you, know, so you, guys, I got, you guys could just flip a coin for every single one of these questions, technically. Yeah. It would not be yeah. that interesting, but you could do it. Uh, next question uh, for Sean, same category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge or... Lieutenant Commander Worf. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... And I say Lieutenant Commander Worf because that's he ends up being a Lieutenant Commander in Deep Space Nine. Uh, I am going to say uh, that Joe would say Jordy LaForge. That is correct. All right. It is correct. Jordy LaForge. You know, I loved I loved what uh, just the idea of the character that Gene Roddenberry came up with that the blind guy was flying the ship. Yes. Yeah, and, and, he, and he could see better than everybody else. His character arc is amazing. You know, yeah. what what's that? As he could see better than everybody else technically because he he, well, he could sees see, differently. Yeah, no, right, but he could see a lot of things that ordinary sight could not perceive. <clears throat> True. Next question. <clears throat> Cartoons. Uh this is for Joe on Sean's behalf. Yep. Uh, the Simpsons or Family Guy? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it were based only on recent episodes of The Simpsons, I would go Family Guy. But I'm going to consider the entirety of The Simpsons and say The Simpsons. Excellent. Yes, it's The Simpsons. Well done. We're tied two to two in the, the same category. And it bounces over to you, Sean. You know who did that theme, right? Danny Elfman. That's right. Damn right. It's an excellent. Who theme. also did the theme for Batman? That's right. <laughs> well, the uh, yeah, he did the theme for the. Uh... <laughs> he, did, he did the theme for the '89 movie. Yes. He did the theme for the animated series. Right, he did a lot of Batman themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of Batman under his belt. All right, shut, shut the fuck up. Cartoons. Uh, what does Joe like better, Adventure Time or SpongeBob? SpongeBob. Jesus. This is actually tough. Well, maybe I should have waited to answer. <laughs> yeah, I think from Probably. now from now on, I think it'd be better. At least if long enough for me to type. Type because, answer uh, would be yeah, yeah. Just just to make sure it's fair. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Well, here's the thing. I, I'll type my I'll type it in a second, but I'm going to give my reasoning first. See, early SpongeBob Ooh, yes. was so fucking good. Mm. Yeah. So what I'm weighing right now is the early SpongeBob better than the entirety of Adventure Time. That's that's what's those are the stakes for me. Yeah. And actually 
I think it is. I mean, I dressed. All right. Yes. I dressed as Finn for Halloween one year, but I still think it's better. So I'm not even going to type it because Sean's right. All right, Sean, you get another point. Three to two. Uh, I have not yet seen Adventure Time, so I'm looking forward to that. I, I at haven't some point. either. <laughs> it's good. It's trippy. I mean, you you got a you got a pretty big buy-in, but it's it's good. All right. Well, I like things with big buy-ins. Yeah. Uh, next question, Joe. What does Sean prefer uh, in terms of drinks? Uh, IPA or bourbon? Well, considering almost every time I've seen him, he's had a stone IPA in his hand. <laughs> I'm going to go with IPA. West 6th. All right. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, that's right. The West 6th IPA. Either uh-huh. one. I mean, they're both delicious. All right. Well, you are correct. That is the correct answer. Sean's similar question. Scotch on the rocks or vodka and Sprite? <laughs> oh, I typed it in. It's it's scotch on the rocks. Well, you typed it in before. <laughs> before Joe typed it in? <laughs> Yet again. I mean, how, how, is, how is that a real question? Because you do enjoy when we go out. All right. Yes. Okay. You're right. I, it's not vodka and Sprite. I've never had vodka and Sprite in my life. It's vodka and tonic? S- uh, soda. Club soda. Oh, whatever. Same vodka goddamn soda. thing. <laughs> is it? You're it's ruining my sweet. game. It's, it's carbonated water. <laughs> but you wouldn't you wouldn't take that over a scotch on the rocks? No. Okay. Well, then it's, Sean, well, I mean, Sean I take is still it right. it's cheaper. Sean's still right either way, so. Of course. Point, Sean. 4-3, Sean. So, Joe, uh, teams, what does Sean prefer, the Cubs or the Bulls? Uh, I know Sean really fucking loves the Cubs. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's but a fact. I, I think he likes basketball better, so I'm going to say the Bulls. You are correct. That is the Ooh. correct answer. Well done. I don't think that was always the case. but uh, It wasn't. It wasn't always the case. For Joe, I know you don't like sports a lot, so True. why did I ask this question is the, is the real question. <laughs> but I have, I have a question for you, Sean. What does Joe prefer, uh, Team Gryffindor or Team Ravenclaw for Quidditch? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I mean, <clears throat> I'm... Uh, Fuck, I, I, I'm inclined to say Gryffindor, if only because that's the only house team I'm pretty sure that I can actually name players on. <laughs> uh, maybe Slytherin I can name a couple, but Ravenclaw, as big of a Harry Potter nerd that Joe is, he's, he might have like a really good reason to prefer that team. I I mean Harry's on Gryffindor. If I fucking you know Ron, I, I'm gonna go Gryffindor. Uh, I appreciate your answer. It is incorrect. The answer is Ravenclaw. Why? However, I, I do have to I have to elaborate because Joe did. Uh, he said Ravenclaw, unless I'm wagering. So I see. So Gryffindor's the better team, but he likes right. Ravenclaw I think it's, better. I think it's clear that, that Gryffindor is a better team. I think that uh, he would root it's for... It's a better team, but that wasn't the question. Right. He would no, root, right. He would root for Ravenclaw. 
That that is the house I was sorted into on Pottermore. I see. That is that is my house, and you know you gotta you gotta root for your own peeps. Makes to- sense. Totally agree. All right. So next question, uh, Joe. When it comes to having yep. when it comes to having fun, what would Sean rather do? Would he rather be alone playing video games or on stage performing? Ooh, shit. I mean, a perfect evening is probably one and then the other, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think Sean has more fun than when he's up in front of a bunch of people, the lights beating down on him, and he's making them laugh. That's like the most fun thing you can do on the planet. So I'm going to say performing. All right. And you would be correct. Damn right. That is Sean's answer. Yeah. And Sean, for you, I have actually the same exact question. Would Joe prefer to be alone playing video games or on stage performing? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, for the exact same reasons that Joe outlined, I'm gonna say performing. <laughs> okay, well, you guys, uh, you guys are still, <laughs> yeah. you're correct, and you guys are still tied. Uh, you're tied now at five. Okay, so I have, I have uh, one more question for each of you. So I'm, I don't have a tiebreaker, but I could come up with one on the spot if I have to. <laughs> but I'm hoping that one of you gets this right. One or of we'll you. just give you the point. We could do that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so the next category, Joe, music. What, mm-hmm. Who does Sean prefer? Billy Joel or Elton John? Um, you have to give uh, me a minute. Okay. He's going to flip a coin again, Sean. Yeah, I, I didn't realize this was that close. <laughs> I'm so, Mike didn't consult me with these questions beforehand. I this did is not. Like, consult I did me not. Either. And I'm going on record to all these dozen of listeners. Uh, God. Um, all these dozen. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Um, man, oh, mm, who do I like? Who do I like listening to more? Is that what you said? Who do I like more? Yeah, who do you, who do you prefer? Billy Joel or Elton John? You have to pick a song right now. You got to play it on your fucking phone. What is it? All right. All right. I got it. Yeah, but don't play it on the podcast because we can't afford that. Right. Yes. Definitely don't do that. Yeah. We'll get kicked out of iTunes. Um, are you ready? Is it locked in? Yep. Yes. <laughs> well, I already flipped the coin and <laughs> it was it's just Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You got it. You got it. It's- yeah. <laughs> At the last second. Sean changed yeah. his answer at the last second. And That's I, I going into this, I fucking knew you were going to pick Billy Joel. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I love Elton John. I, I love both of those guys. They're very, I, they're both so I prolific. Get, and I'm making a lot of flack from this, from our seven listeners, but I, man, we, we, we already just lost five listeners. They are, they are, <laughs> after this, they, you know, we will. Those are Elton John fans. I, Elton John and Billy uh, Joel are very similar to me, but uh, oh my god, you're crazy! <laughs> <laughs> so Joe, uh, or sorry, Sean, uh, in terms of music, who does Joe prefer? Uh, Blink One Eighty Two or Green Day? Interesting. Uh, I am going to say Green Day. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Yes, <laughs> nicely done. God. Damn it, you guys. <laughs> what kind of game is fun when there's no winner? 
And only well, one There is loser. a winner. Sean and I both won. Yeah. I have marked down a point for you, Mike. You guys uh, you guys did <laughs> we really well. Each other. You, you got six to six. Uh, very, very proud of you guys. for That's pretty good. Six out of eight questions. I mean, I mean, two of mine were just successful coin flips. <laughs> Still, that counts. But yeah, yeah, totally. Sean, I think it's especially with Billy Joel and Elton John made it clear that it pretty much was a coin flip. So Yeah, uh, it was. I think that's fair. All right, I'll, take I, the, I, I'll take I the coin. I coin flipped Blink-182 and Green Day in my head. Yeah, no, there was no question at all that Joe likes Green Day way better than Blink-82. Way better. Blink all right, see, I like Green Day better, too. And I was like, Green Day's the better band, so I'm going to go Absolutely. with that one. <laughs> Green Day is the better band. However, I kind of like listening to Blink-182 better. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't. I find them a lot more fun than Green Day. but that's, They are uh, more fun. Well, who wants to have fun? Billy Joel's more fun than Elton John. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Sure. But Elton John's probably better. <laughs> I don't know. But if I, well, if I'm at... I, uh, I like Elton John better. If I'm doing karaoke, I might pick Billy Joel. I Just, you know, if you're going to have fun. I don't think I've ever seen you sing Billy Joel at karaoke, but I have seen you sing Elton John. <laughs> God damn it, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I have... I have proved myself wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. And with that, just shameful retraction. That's the end of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. And with a score of two, Mike is this week's loser. Yeah. Yay. Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, but, but really, he, he wins because he is the... Only one on the show who is not suffering in some way. <laughs> well, my God, don't speak too soon. Somebody's got to <laughs> knock on wood. Well, I mean, at this current moment. Yeah. You know I'm a very superstitious man. I do. It's crazy. And let's not get into that this week. <laughs> it's another segment. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's our episode. I have been and hopefully will continue to be Joe Markle. Uh, yeah, what he said for me, though, Sean Keller. <laughs> what are you supposed to be like Louis C- Louis C.K. or something I uh, fine uh, Sean Keller sure and I'm Mike Pareto have a great week everyone I was born in the die <laughs> <laughs> a little nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts all ads are meant to be humorously fake Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom, and you could be jolly. 
nonsense now and 